This is Truth Matters Church, contending for the faith one verse at a time. If you're blessed by today's message, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy Priest with this week's devotional. There are times in our walk with God that we need to stop, sit back, and in great humility just meditate on the goodness of the Lord and how incredibly awesome His love for us really is. Opening Ephesians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul gives us such an opportunity. I would encourage you to contemplate this passage and take a few moments in prayer to thank the Lord for what He has done for you. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 5 reads, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we all too formerly lived in the lusts of the flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even while we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. It's pretty easy to gloss over the opening of verse 1, and you were dead. I looked up the Greek word for dead, which is nekros, and in every instance I found in the New Testament, it literally means what it says, dead. Paul used it here to describe our state as humans before we came to faith in Christ. We were dead in our sins. Many years ago, as I was discussing this passage with a friend, he asked me a question that was so obvious, but also so critical to understanding the foundation of my faith that I've never, ever forgotten it. He asked, what can a dead guy do? Well, the answer is nothing. He can't ask for help or ask someone to call 911. He can't do CPR on himself. He can't even bury himself. He's helpless because he's dead. When I pondered this fact, I realized that Paul was not using a euphemism here. Our souls were quite literally dead and lifeless in our sin. And we were utterly and completely helpless to do anything about it, no matter how badly we might have wanted to. Paul spends the next two verses describing the state of the unrepentant human heart, which is selfish, disobedient, living for the lusts of the flesh, and ultimately under the wrath of God. Sin is deadly serious, and we were drowning in it. And then comes verse 4, but God. Paul pushes past his previous statement about our former fatal state and reminds us that we are no longer dead in sin because God is so merciful and loving that he made us alive together with Christ. Just as God the Father raised Christ the Son from the dead after he hung on a cross and was buried in a tomb, so God has also raised us from a very real spiritual death, and he chose to do this all while we were dead in our transgressions. Paul also touches on this in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, where he writes, But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This, my friends, is grace. It is unmerited and a wholly undeserved gift from the Lord because of His great mercy. And just as a dead man can do nothing to help his condition, neither can we do anything to save ourselves. We must fully rely on His rich mercy and His great love for us. The salvation we've received is not fair. 
We don't deserve it, we've never done anything to deserve it, and we never will do anything to deserve it. But God. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast or mark us as a favorite. For additional devotionals and biblical teaching, connect with us at truthmatterschurch.org. That's truthmatterschurch.org. And have an absolutely blessed day.